to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 and give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. Dear 2022, you're going to be all right. This summer, we decided as communicators that we were going to be taking a look at what's going on in culture around us, and we asked ourselves one question. If God was looking around at culture right now, what would he be saying to us through the scriptures? And we've looked at all kinds of things over the last few months. We've looked at what it looks like to address shame and anger and vision and intimacy and, and dreams and offense and fragility and anxiety and vision. Turns out God has a lot to say about all of these things. That he is speaking and is speaking. By the way, this is actually how the scriptures were designed to be engaged. That, that much of what we call the New Testament, which is the second half of the scriptures, was letters written to people. Because here's the thing. How many of you have this thing called life figured out? One person in the back. <laughs> we'll be crucifying him later. <laughs> but here's the thing. All of us are trying to figure out this journey. We're trying to figure this thing out. We're trying to make sense of this life. And really what the scriptures are designed to be is a spiritual lens for us as we're looking out at the world around us. Every single one of us has a pair of spiritual lenses through which we see the world. It informs you of, of how to make sense of the world around you. So when you look out and someone betrays you, your spiritual lens informs you of what to do with that. When someone hurts you or when there's an offense or when you're in the valley, your spiritual lens informs you how you are to engage that, how you are to journey with that, how are you to operate in that. And the scriptures were designed to operate like a spiritual lens that I believe are the greatest source of truth that we ever get to engage in this life. These scriptures are constantly informing us of this very human experience that every single one of us are having, helping us to make sense of it. But most importantly, with that, it allows us to connect to the voice of God. How many of you have ever thought about hearing from God, right? <laughs> It could be a very ethereal, like, how do I hear from God? How do I know if that wasn't just like the weird breakfast I had or was that God's voice speaking this morning? The beautiful thing is that when you don't know, you can always just open the scriptures and go, oh, here's God's voice tangibly speaking to me. And it allows us to connect to him, which in turn allows us to connect to the heart of God. It allows us to connect to the mind of God, engage him in this really powerful way. And what I found is that when we disconnect from his voice, all kinds of other voices come flooding in. All kinds of other voices start informing us of how to engage the world around us. And I've noticed this subtle shift in the world around us of the voices that we've been listening to, that I've been listening to, that we find ourselves easily drifting into. Like how many of you have ever had the thought over the last two years, well, we'll just wait and see how this turns out. Because I don't really know how this is going to turn out. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. 
How many of you have ever had the voice that says, how do we just get back to the good old days? Or are there any good days ahead of me? Are they going to be any better than the days that were before me? How many of you have had the thoughts over the last three years or even this year, is this just the way things are going to be now? And when we find ourselves engaging those voices, there's a, there's a deeper question that you may not even be aware that you're asking in the middle of that, and that is, is God actually here? And probably more importantly, does he even care about what's going on all around us? And when we find ourselves being led by that question, is God here, does he care, or engaging the idea that God doesn't care, it then leads us to take matters into our own hands. It then leads us to say, well, I need to control my life. I need to manage this. I need to figure this out on my own. And we figure out what in my behavior, what in my thoughts can I control, which leads to exhaustion. And it leads to despair. And it leads to even more anxiety and disappointment and fear because we were not designed to be in that space. And part of what feeds this crazy cycle that we find ourselves in is that so much of what is assured to us today so much of what we are told is a surefire bet or what historically has always been just the, the foundation that we never question actually has turned out to be empty promises. And we're swimming in a world filled with empty promises. I mean, there, there's small things like I'll be there on time or I'll show up for the thing that you invited me to or yeah, I will be there to support you or I'll be there for you when you need me. There's bigger promises that are broken, like till death do us part, or I'll protect you, or you have a job here for life, or life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> promises that, are, that are, are very shaky. And then the icing on the cake is the fact of the matter is, is that our words are oftentimes very empty. That we make promises that turn out to be void. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that habit. I'm finally going to get healthy. Uh, I'm going to finish the project. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stay in it till death do us part. Our own words are void. So now we're living in a world where the, the foundations that were once promised us are crumbling, and then the words that we oftentimes give are crumbling, and then we find ourselves anxious about what's going on here. And because the entire existence of human relationship is based on a foundation of solid promises that when someone gives their word, that it's going to stay their word. When those start to crumble, everything around us starts to crumble, and then we find ourselves, where is the foundation on which I can move forward? It's no wonder why we're asking questions, is this going to turn out? Where is God, and does he care in all of this? And the thing is, is that the more that we live in this space, we start assuming that God interacts with us in the exact same way. That God isn't actually interested in keeping his promises. I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe I shouldn't confess this as a pastor, but there's multiple times where I look around at the world and I'm like, you cool with this? Right? Like, this is the master plan here. And it's easy to look around and think, God has forgotten his word. But I want to read this passage to you and over you and declare it today prophetically over 2022. In Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 13, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. 
As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for its sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all of the trees will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, and instead of briars my myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renowned, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. See, what if 2022, God was actually speaking promises over your life? always speaking his plans over your life, your relationships, your circumstances, except his words never return empty ever. See, here is why I can confidently stand here today and say, you're going to be all right. Not you might be all right, or some of you are going to be all right, or we'll see how it goes. But when God says, my word will go out and it will not return empty, and it will accomplish what I desire. See, when he speaks, he never speaks empty promises. It's never negotiating with circumstances as to whether or not it will return empty. It is never surprised or fooled by people or circumstances around you. It never grows exhausted at what's taking place in the culture around it. It never runs out of energy. He always, always, always accomplishes what he desires. Now others may leave you with empty or broken words and promises and seemingly empty futures and disappointment, but he just keeps speaking his word over us. And it will always, always accomplish its promises. And so he speaks, I will save you. I will keep you. I have redeemed you and will continue to redeem you. And he keeps speaking and speaking. You have abundant life and it will be there until eternity. He keeps speaking. My grace is sufficient for you. I will cover you. I will deliver you. Nothing is impossible. And he keeps speaking and speaking. My mercies are new every single day. I have given you a hope and a future. I am your shield. I will heal. I will comfort. And he keeps speaking. You are chosen. You are holy. You are loved. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any power, neither height, nor depth, nor any other created thing in all of creation will ever separate you from my love. And he keeps speaking. He keeps speaking and speaking, and it will never, ever, ever, ever return void. So you're going to be all right, always. But the beautiful thing is that it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't just say, I'm going to keep my word, you're going to be all right. He actually says, you then, because I keep my word, because it will not return void, and because it will accomplish its promises, he says that you will then go out with joy and peace. See, how many of you would love some more joy in life and some more peace in life? 
He actually says, because my word does not return void, I will give you the experience overwhelmingly abundant of joy and peace in the world. And he says, when you go out, the world will burst out in song. He says, when you go out, the trees will clap for you. He says, the garden of your life is going to look really, really good. And there's a reason for that. Why? Because at the end of the day, your life is the greatest living proof of the renowned of the God of the universe. There is nothing else on this earth, nothing in the universe that we can look at through a telescope, nothing here on the earth that we can look at through a microscope that will prove the beauty and the hope and the love and the extravagance of God more than your life connected to his promises. And that as you just decide, I'm in, and I will rely on this, everything starts to change because people will start to be in shock at the steadiness of your life. Yes. They will be in shock at the joy and the peace that you walk with every single place that you step. They will listen to the orchestra of the music that your life produces. They will wonder why nature claps its hands as you walk down the road. <laughs> because God himself has transformed everything because his word will be fulfilled time and time again. That he promises to save you. That he promises to redeem you. That he promises to set you up for hope and a future. And believing in anything else is a lie. So 2022, you're gonna be all right. So for our final discussion, what I'd love for you to talk to someone about is where is an area in your life where you're just asking, where is God in this? Could be big, could be small. You're just asking, where is God in this? Could be personal, it could be big, it could be like, man, there's like, I just don't see him in politics, or I don't see him in what's going on culturally, or I don't see him in my marriage, or I don't see him in, in my finances. And just ask, what promises have you lost sight of that God has said, these will not return empty. They will accomplish its promises. And maybe today you don't know a promise. Maybe you're like, I don't know. Your homework is to go and find a promise because there is one. I promise you. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.